Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 233 of A Wild Podcast has appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Welcome hello. to wonderful Monday. I have to start this episode by saying we had a first Uh-oh. last week. An upsetting and- first. An upsetting first. Yeah, especially for me, because I was listening, waiting. <laughs> I, I missed last week. I was like, oh, well, I can catch up. You left me on a cliffhanger. We forgot the Pokemon fact of the week last week, Christian. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> I thought you were just like so put off by how boring the Poke fact of the week last week was. Uh, or, or uh, you know, these these freaking Reggies, you know, there's nothing. <laughs> Actually, I will say this, you know, uh, teaser for this week's Poke fact of the week. This week's Poke fact of the week is weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, so pleasantly I figured weird, we but... would start this episode yeah. with last week's pokemon fact of the week and yeah. then we'll get into the show but first let me get through some business of course, of course. if you're listening to the show it means you are probably a pokemon fan if you are not a pokemon fan and you're listening to this show this show may turn you into a pokemon fan so it's really a win-win all around for someone who just may have stumbled onto this show this show covers all of it games anime manga sometimes movies trading cards you name it. If it's got Pokemon slapped somewhere on the cover or box, we are talking about it. Every week, we do a quick news rundown for you just to keep you all updated. We want you to be a well-informed Pokemon fan. Then we take a quick break and we come back. We do uh, a deep dive. We basically take whatever the biggest news of the week or whatever some whatever crazy thing happened in the world of Pokemon. We talk about that. And then at the very end, usually... We do a Pokemon fact of the week uh, and that's everyone's favorite part. And then we all go home Two things to keep in mind. We have a discord head on over to our profile over on xx.com forward slash at Pokemon pod CB. Find a link to the discord. Get in there. Semantics does a phenomenal job of, of keeping that up and running and you can show us your Pokemon cards. You can show us your Pokemon costumes. You can show us your Pokemon candy, whatever. If you, you're looking for a raid or something, there's a crowd, there's a crew in there who is ready to jump on board and help you out. It's been very helpful in completing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet stuff. Yep. So with that said, let's get into last week's Pokemon Fact of the Week. Yes. This last week's Pokemon Fact of the Week is okay. This is this is this is scary. This is very scary. Regiice, its entire body is made out of Antarctic ice, which one implies the existence of Antarctica in the Pokemon world. True. Two uh, also means. And by Antarctic can... ice, that's ice from the South Pole, not the North Pole. Just I mean, that's, that, that is where Antarctica is. don't maybe not know where Antarctica Look, as I was reminded by the reviews on uh, iTunes this week, we still have a very young audience, and they may not know where Antarctica is yet. Uh, okay, fair, fair, <laughs> fair point. So, uh, for those of you who have not recently looked at a globe, the white thing at the bottom of it is Antarctica. Mm. It's one of the seven South continents. Pole. Continents are large land bodies. Um, the opposite you know, pole. I'm, the opposite pole of where Santa is. 
Uh, yes, Santa, exactly. So Delhi birds live on the Delhi north. Birds pole. live on top. Regis <laughs> live on Regis <laughs> was carved out of the South Pole. The other thing is, is that it is believed that its body is made from the Ice Age. Now, the Ice Age, for those oh. of you who haven't followed ancient history, um, so that's probably our very we'll young audience. Excellent animated films. Uh, well, one, mm, one, yes. one, it's a series of DreamWorks films starring <laughs> a saber-tooth, a woolly mammoth, a sloth, and inexplicably a prehistoric uh, uh, squirrel. squirrel. Yep. Um, but also, it was a period of time in which there was a significant cooling of the atmosphere and the average temperature of Earth, and it killed All off. The well, the, the the dinosaurs were killed off because of you know yeah kind of sort of related not really but sure asteroids um, and the asteroids hit Earth dinosaurs died then we got the ice age yeah okay yeah that that's accurate um, and so red ice apparently was first created during that time period so when there were woolly mammoths and there were you know hunter gatherers hunting said woolly mammoths there were also red ice. So Sent, there's sentient, sentient ice golems wandering the South Pole. <laughs> and so that is that is the interesting thing about Regice. And so now, listeners of our Pokemon uh, podcast, you now know about what continents are. You know about the Ice Age. And you know about Regice. And, you know, at the end of this episode, spoiler, we're going to talk about the uh, elemental... Uh, you know, the elemental nature of metal. And I'm not talking about like the, like, you know, uh, Avatar, the last airbender elements. I'm talking about like, you know, chemical elements. And we'll talk about You come to this podcast for Pokemon, but you leave informed (laughs) about history, geography, (laughs) chemistry. We really do it all here. Honestly, I'm very proud of that. I'm going to change my approach to how we do this podcast. I'm going to approach this podcast as if it's like every conversation I have with my eight-year-old. The, <laughs> uh, the, the other week, my, my son, we were driving home from a thing, and he just literally goes out of nowhere. Dad, which would you rather have more of? A million dollars worth of gold or a million dollars worth of money? Mm. Then, so that turned into an entire conversation about fiat currency. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, but I guess we're having we're talking about this. So Look, I just want to say this show produces the smartest Pokemon fans. Hands mm-hmm. down. Like, Truly, it does. Right. We there, guarantee a ton, of, ton of great Pokemon podcasts out there. Listen to this one. And here, your SAT score will go up. Going straight up. I know we're yep. throwing out those big ACT words, too. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this week. Uh, another a little bit of a slow week, but still, yeah, still, is. still, we're we're in that like that holiday lull, basically. There was uh, there was one big news story and no other news story besides that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So, uh, we have in trading card game a lot, a bit of trading card game news this uh, yeah. this week. A super rare Pokemon card officially a- authenticated. A mythical Pokemon card uh, was officially, uh, uh, and and I'm not talking about Mew. I'm talking about the Raichu pre-release, which, you know. Oh, wow. uh, So for those of you who know, uh, so, you know, back when Wizards of the Coast was making the Pokemon card game, 
um, they uh, printed a bunch of pre-release Clefable promos for Pokemon leaks. Mm. So these were these were literally the pre-release cards that you got for doing the very first Pokemon leaks. However, there were some Raichu cards that were allegedly mixed in with the Clefable one, and they were supposed mm. to be destroyed, but a few of them allegedly weren't. And so these were literally like the the Mew under the truck of Pokemon cards. <laughs> they, it didn't exist, and yet some people claimed that they did. Now, back in 2006, the confirmation of these uh, these Raichu cards were like mm-hmm. confirmed when a picture got posted of them, and um, you know that that is how we knew that this this was truly a thing. And but the, the the problem is is that because they weren't they aren't official cards, uh, you know, no one has wanted to authenticate one because they don't technically exist. This is not an official card. This was literally a mistake, and it got pulled <laughs> out. And what's made things worse is that you know scammers being scammers when they aren't busy you know creating bots to you know get Pikachu Van Gogh cards, they were fake stamping Raichu first edition cards. With a pre-release oh. to basically fake a uh, to basically fake these things, so uh, it wasn't until CGC this week uh, officially, um, you know, uh, you know, officially graded one. And hey, this is a real one, and it is now in on the census. Yeah, so these these were, you know, and and uh, Poke Beach, who, you know, friend of the show, and they go and, you know, do the, they're like the Pokemon blog, uh, Pokemon uh, trading card game blog, talked about CGC, they use forensic technology, they use they scanning, they use imaging uh, If techniques. you would like to learn more about how CGC grades stuff, we have a great special on the comicbook.com YouTube channel. It's our, the very first episode of that collectible show where we went to CGC and they showed us and told us all about it. So, and the the two that they, um, the the two that they authenticated, you know, both went and you know they like there is like a confirmed like mm-hmm. uh, proof of custody that dates back. And so CGC actually wrote an entire article about how they were able to like authenticate this and they like did forensics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they were able to officially certify That's them. Cool. And it's, I mean, it's really awesome. Like really. So does that make it like a top three rarest card kind of thing? Uh, no, no, technically yes and no. Um, so it's, it's, it's super rare and that we don't know how many of these exist. Um, right. So yeah, but it's presumably the only one that's graded, right? Because PSA doesn't have any on. There, well, there's two of them that officially got graded. Oh. One got graded as an eight, and the other one got graded as a five point five. So there's only okay, two grades. Right. Um, but the thing is, is and we don't know what the exact value of them. Um, you know, the last time that one of these uh, was purchased was back in 2018, and it was one of these two, and it got purchased by twenty thousand dollars. You know, the uh, grading in this case, other than the fact that it, you know, provides some extra level of authentication, um, you know, uh, it it basically confirms for the rest of, you know, eternity that this card um, will still be valid. Um, You know, it doesn't really add to the value at all because there's, you know, only so many of these exist. You're going to want to get your hands on them, whether they're graded or not, if you can authenticate it. Yeah. 
sure. this makes the job a little bit easier. Um, and the other thing is, is that a lot of people don't consider these to be, this is more really? akin to a misprint than yeah. a actual mm-hmm. Pokemon card. And, you know, it, it's, you know, it's a really cool piece of history, but it's not. Oh, it's yeah. And if not for nothing, I mean, it's a, that's it. It's a historical piece, if anything yeah. else. I mean, that's a, that's cool. Cause that, that's like those, um, those like early magic cards, right? Like the, like the alpha set or whatever, the one that, go, the ones that go for like crazy, stupid money. Um, yeah, not official cards, but still definitely part of the magic mythology in a sense. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, it's a really neat bit of history. I, you know, I don't know how much these cards would be worth on the market. I mean, I don't think they would go as much as like a, you know, a, a Charizard card, for instance, but you yeah, know, that's like, what, because, is, what was kind of the going rate of the, like the, the artist promo. Uh, the, uh, uh, those are the Pikachu illustrator. Let me see what yeah, the most those recent, are, I mean, those um, are, much more rare in the sense that there's only X amount of them, you know, X amount of them. Period. Half million dollars. Yeah. And there's 41 of those cards that's in existence. It sold for a half I million could, dollars. Really I could see this now graded. Look, if one sold for 20K ungraded, right? I can imagine mm-hmm. graded now this going for at least double. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it, this is this is a cool piece of Pokemon history and a cool piece of Pokemon card history, but you know I think what limits it is that it, it only has value to those who appreciates Pokemon history. Sure, you know it, it's not going to be flashy, um, and so that's really what limits like the value right. of it. It's it's what it's, I mean. But we know plenty of people who appreciate Pokemon history that would spend yeah. big money on it. So you know that's wild. Cool. Uh, all right. Also in trading card game news, mm-hmm. we uh, we we talked about it last week, but now we know what it looks like. Yeah, the, the shiny so, uh, Charizard EX leaked. So there is. So this this is a this is a two part story. Um, one, uh, the the still yet unreleased shiny set <laughs> over here in the United States has been, is starting to leak online, and it's because. Um, the Japanese uh, set it's starting to come out, right? Uh, well, here's the oh thing. no, because it's supposed to come out at the same time. Well, it's supposed to come out. Everyone thinks it's going to come out sometime in January, assumably. The issue is, um, is that somebody, assumably somebody from the printing factory, has gotten their hands on the secret rare cards and is posting them on Reddit and on Twitter, and uh, including multiple copies of a secret illustration rare Charizard EX, which uses different artwork. Than the current secret illustration rare Charizard EX. So now, a, so an extra shiny Charizard card has entered the chat. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> only do we know that there will be a shiny Charizard, we also know that it will be getting the full treatment. Um, and we know that it will. That's new art, know, and it's not a shiny version of the the other, like any of the other pre-existing alternate. Yeah. Cards. No. It's it's a it's a brand new card. Like that's the thing. It is a brand new like piece of artwork made for this card. It's like they, the a Mew uh, EX card also got leaked and it is a brand new Mew EX card. So, I mean, so, and keep in mind, these are technically reprints of the Charizard EX that came out mm-hmm. with Obsidian Flames. So it's a dark type Charizard EX. It has the same exact moves, but it uses a brand new piece of artwork showing a shiny Charizard, which right. is how these work. The, the ridiculous things about that is because these cards have started to leak, this will only have this set will only have ninety one normal cards, but it's going to have something like one hundred and fifty secret rares. 
<laughs> because like that Charizard, e- I think I forgive us the new or the Charizard EX. It's like two sixty of ninety one. It's like that's oh. excessive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So all the all the and the reason why it's because all the shinies are also sure are all secret rares technically. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's hmm. that's quite a bit. Uh, I also realized today, uh, Semantics dropped this in the Discord, that today is, today, oh, sorry, yesterday, November 5th, was the sixth anniversary of I Choose You. It came yeah. out, Pokemon I Choose You, Pokemon the movie I Choose You in North America. That right. doesn't feel like, it feels like it was way longer than 2017. But then again, what is for t- me, yeah, <laughs> there's just, I mean, it's kind of weird. The fact we've just not had a Pokemon movie recently at all, which has been such a right. departure from the anime schedule up until kind of they've done the Ash turnover. Like now it feels like it wasn't that long ago to me because I'm like, man, we haven't had a Pokemon movie so long. That was like one of the last ones released when in reality, that's not the case. Um, we'll see. We'll see. One day we'll get another Pokemon movie. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's weird, isn't it? Because you know. Well, I mean, like, but do you think it's because of the streaming deals? No, the been not, in, not in Japan. No. I mean, they would. I mean, the movies very. I mean, traditionally did did rather well in in uh, Japan. You know, they would have them in theaters for a really long time. They were a big to do. Um, so, I mean, my conspiracy theory is is they're just kind of you know trying to get. Uh, the the new Pokemon leads and Horizon, they're trying to give like Roy and Lila some more time to create a fan base and you know want to bring people into the movie theaters. Um, that's that's really my assumption. I don't know what else they would be waiting for, aside from the fact that the <sighs> anime, uh, industry is horribly uh, understaffed and overworked. So I think that's you know, really what it is. It's I think it's the potent combination of they have these new characters and there there's so many anime projects that are trying to get done right now both in Japan and globally that it's become more expensive to do these productions yeah. um and they're probably just kind of towing a weird line yeah well yeah. there does seem to be less movies based like anime movies based on uh, fran- like you know, based on like existing like TV anime franchises right now, that like generally speaking, like it just seems like there's less of those than there used to be. Like you know, what it's been like a year or two since we we've you know it's been a year or two since we got a My Hero Academia movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's been you know like we just had One Piece Red, which was earlier this year, but that was like the first One Piece movie we've gotten in a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it's weird because like of how many Naruto movies there's been that we haven't gotten like yeah, a Naruto it's, movie. There's <laughs> been like 13 Naruto movies. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's you know, that seems to, so yeah, it seems it's definitely to be a, trend. a sign of how the <laughs> industry has changed. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of the anime movies that are being made are being made so that they fit into the canon so that they can mm-hmm. just then be chopped mm-hmm. up for television distribution. When you look at Demon Slayer, yeah. uh, Tyson Zero, uh, that is a canon part of the anime that instead of them giving it a season or, you know, uh, two cores, they just turned it into a movie. Uh, so it's definitely a kind of a sign of we anime is massive and it's growing. 
we want to bring in box office numbers, but also we need to be um, servicing the anime fandom at the same time, like the strict right. TV show. Um, it's very interesting. It's very complicated. How they market it is very smart. Um, and I do think that that's definitely had an impact on Pokemon. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the answer is for, you know, what that means <clears throat> if we want to get more Pokemon movies. Um, but I, I think it's a, an interesting kind of uh, kind of little messy situation that the industry is having to think through. Well, and here's the, here's the weird thing about the mythical Pokemon, because the mythical Pokemon have traditionally been tied to the movie. To movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, we have not had a mythical Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet other than Mew, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's yeah, kind of, it's kind of weird, you know, I got no other way of putting it other than it's, it's pretty <laughs> weird. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so funny too, right? Like, so I, I saw uh, Hakuna Mateo in the chat say, you know, the redux of Mewtwo strikes back was whack, which like, I know that like, that was the sen- uh, sentiment for a lot of folks, but, I love that movie. I thought it my kid, my kid loved it, and like, oh yeah, it slapped. I thought I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to more like that. But again, right? Like, I think that just means the, uh, it's just animation studios just kind of needing to be available for it, which Mm -hmm. feels like that's the, what's really the big problem right now. Oh yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) It is an intense situation. not just in Japan, but globally. I mean, the amount of global animators, creative directors, character designers that work on right. it now from America, Europe, and everywhere. It has exponentially mm. risen. Um, so so, so uh, I had this conversation come up in, uh, in regards to, we were talking about Fortnite. So for those of you who don't know, um, Fortnite just this past weekend brought back its original map. Mm-hmm. Uh, the map from from way in the beginning and to great success. Players have been coming back to play it, and it is it is a, a smash hit. Hmm. But the conversation around it was bringing back the original map has always felt like a break glass in case of emergency move. <laughs> epic, right? In mm-hmm. the sense that like things are, must be going pretty poorly if they do this. Epic has had now. I think the what I'm what I'm going to pose the the two companies are in di- very different positions. But um, Epic has you know they've been laying people off, and you know there's 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 they've said that they've had significant money troubles and and things like that. Uh, and so yeah, bringing back the OG map feels like oh like well we need it right. Do we feel like that would be the move? for the Pokemon company as far as anime, maybe just even movies are concerned with Ash. Yes. 100%. (laughs) If the anime gets set on fire, I mean, companies have done this time and again. (laughs) They, I mean, that was literally the point of Dragon Ball. They were going to permanently kill off Goku, replace them with Gohan. And then Akira Toriyama was like, Oh, this is a bad decision. The fans aren't (laughs) reacting well. What are we going to do? Let's bring Goku back to life. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a tested method in the anime industry. Ash right. is absolutely behind the glass of break in case of emergency. Right. Um, I mean, so far the ratings uh, for Pokemon Horizons, I mean, they've done well. I mean, that's the yeah. thing is the block that the Pokemon anime is airing in Japan is primarily a children's block. It's in the morning sure. with, with a lot mm-hmm. of other, you know, 
top tier yeah. you know, Doraemon. It's, it's in the block that yeah. we all know when we grew yeah, up it's, watching it's, Pokemon. It's, and kids Honestly. are incredibly resilient when it comes to these kind of IP changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they just they just go with it. That's kind mm-hmm. of they they don't have that kind of nostalgia attachment that you know us adult fans would have towards Ash. So except for when like Yu Gi Oh went to like Yu Gi Oh GX and or whatever, and then I was just like, yeah, nope, that, I'm out. Well, I mean, they they held on to Yu Gi for a long time, and they you did. know what? They did bring him back <laughs> for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that was like, their case of emergency. <laughs> well, it was so funny because I was like, there was actually a moment even this morning where. Like I knew using a Power Rangers uh, example, like I knew uh, this most recent season of Power Rangers, like cosmic something, cosmic Mm -hmm. fury on Netflix brought back Lord Zed and then like made him like super shredder Lord Zed. And I was like, wait, what? Now, now I got to watch it because I need to see Super Shredder Lord Zed uh, in uh, in this show. So, yeah, no, for sure. I get it. Yeah, yeah, they bring it back. So, I mean, it's not a matter of if, but more so when they do the Ash move. You know, they're just, you know, they're, they're just not wanting to, 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 to blow that option too quickly. Considering right. Horizons is still doing well in Japan right yeah. now. It's in a very weird flux, obviously, outside of Japan because of the dubbing and licensing and airing and streaming right. of it all. Um, so I think that that might be the other thing that's kind of keeping the anime movie wheel from moving is if they put out a Pokemon Horizons film right now, you know, I think it would perform well in Japan, but, but globally, I think there's, there's oh. just such a little interest because the TV mm. show itself has it's no real footprint. And it's the second yeah. biggest market. So yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, Europe and, you know, North America are huge markets for those. Um, so they're, they're, they're not going to want to throw that out too willy nilly. I think we would for sure get another kind of, you know, Mewtwo strikes back kind of, you know, CG 3d, whatever remake of another Pokemon movie before we get an original Pokemon horizons kind of project and theaters. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. Last bit of news before we take a quick break. Uh, Pikachu and Eevee are returning to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Same balloon as 2021. Same balloon in Same the sled. Uh, no, but we it, gotta love it. I mean, between Pokemon, One Piece, and Dragon Ball being in the parade. I know. Amazing. Truly. What a, what a time. In the parade? Yeah. Huh? That, is this the first time that Luffy's been in the parade? Yeah, this is his first year. That they're, they're going to have yeah. a, a Luffy balloon. I think which it's is, appropriate. Which is wild. I, mean, I, I, have I to know. Imagine. It's so wild to me. I just have to break on a tangent. I have loved <laughs> One Piece since I was a child. And let me tell you what. The desert. The drought. <laughs> of one piece I lived through because <laughs> it did not perform well in America with the four nope. kids dub. It yeah. just disappeared. They said, okay, America doesn't want one piece. We're not going to deal with it. Um, and it was gone. It couldn't find Naruto was thriving bleach. You could find it everywhere here. I could not find one piece to save my <laughs> life. So the Renaissance this show has had in like the last six to 12 months has just warmed my cold little heart. You'll, and you'll, now that he's gonna be, I will probably cry watching him in the right. I'm so, uh, you like you don't understand. I'm so excited. It's such like a a, a comeuppance. So to right. so to know that like Pokemon is gonna be there, and then One Piece and and Dragon Ball. It's just it's a, it shows the power of nostalgia, and also it shows the power of generational fandom. Uh, yeah you know adults people our age passing on the interest of their kids i also got to imagine netflix probably paid for half the balloon 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure well, it did. From I mean, Toei paid a lot for it. I, I mean, I mean every, from like, what I'm understanding like, is to run to run the Dragon Ball balloon and the One Piece balloon. Like that feels like a lot of money, even for Toei. I mean, I think you're underestimating how much money Toei <laughs> has made in the last little bit, Jim. <laughs> I mean, the money Toei made on just One Piece film right alone in America, right. sure, easily paid for that balloon. <laughs> sure. So you know. You'll you'll appreciate this, Megan. So you know we named our dog Luffy. Um, and oh my God, this is breaking news! <laughs> Wait, you didn't? Did I, you no! missed that? Oh, you're right. Oh, Megan wasn't here there last week. I forgot. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, uh, I I have a, a I have a puppy, and his name is Luffy. Um, he's a mini golden doodle, and his name is Luffy. And so I he was out. You know, we were. I took him out yesterday because it was a gorgeous weekend. And a bunch of the neighbor kids wanted to go and play with him because he's a puppy. And so, uh, you know, one of the kids like met him for the first time and he's like, oh, Luffy. Oh, is he from, you know, is that like one piece? I was like, yeah, it's like, yeah, hell yeah, kid. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you're freaking one piece. He's like, yeah, no, it's that anime. He's like, you know, I, you know, like I, I usually just call anime one piece because they're the same thing. You know, and I was like, oh, like, you know, I was just like cracking up. And so it's like, you know, I was like trying to explain to him. It's like, well, anime is actually Japanese animation. But now nowadays, not really. It's basically just, you know, whatever Netflix decides, you know, they want to call anime because it's also a genre. It's it's and and he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. So it's one piece. I was like, okay, yeah, let's just go. (laughs) Let's go with this child logic. Well, my favorite thing is over Halloween. I mean, I saw a good few Pokemon costumes. But for like the first time in my like adult existence, I saw more kids dressed up as like anime characters than mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. movie or comic book characters. It was I saw several Gokus in my neighborhood and I was like, "Hello children. We, How we are a, you doing?" We had <laughs> and a I also group had that, the Pokemon cards that I gave out oh, and yeah. I had the option I was like, "I'll either give you Pokemon cards or I'll give you candy." And they all, they, none of them wanted candy. <laughs> no, dude, when you give kids the option other than candy, like I read a whole thing where like someone, like some lady used to uh, put potatoes in a bowl full of candy and kids would literally come up to the house and take the potatoes instead that's, of candy that's kinda, that's just because crazy. like it was something different and a novelty. And I was like, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. That's awesome. But yeah, I gave out all of my Pokemon cards. Then I felt bad because then there were some kids that were like, hey, we heard you had Pokemon cards. And I'm like, bruh, I'm out. I'm fresh out. I'm fresh out. But you know what? I got some Almond Joys. I got some Skittles. <laughs> oh, Megan, you're the house that gives out Almond Joy? Okay. How dare you? I love Almond Joys. I Megan. Also, I mostly had Reese's and Hershey's bars. So leave me alone. But. Several kids did take the almond joys. And those, those, kids, <laughs> those kids knew. Those kids understand. Man, you just hit like the highest of highs and the low and the lowest of lows. How like, dare oh, you? That lady gives out Pokemon cards. Ugh, but if she runs out, you're also getting almond joys. <laughs> <You're getting laughs> joy. Well, they mostly took all the Reese's, which I was fine with because right. I hoped the kids wouldn't take the almond joys because I wanted them. <laughs> and I got them. And so now I have my own little stash. But yeah, I was impressed. So between the Thanksgiving parade and Halloween, like Pokemon, Anime, it's on the up. I love it. Right. We've been saying it for years. Anime is on the up. It, 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 it get... warms. It warms the cockles of my heart. That's right. Need to get on my, board. Uh, 
we we had a group of kids that dressed up as um it was like a studio ghibli group costume um Stop. so like, not, not only did they have an inflatable like you know my neighbor totoro uh costume like one of the girls uh one somebody dressed up I actually, I think they were all no, because one one kid was, you know, was it was very clearly uh, Kiki's delivery service, mm-hmm. um, and then the third kid I think was also my neighbor Totoro, but she had the little the little like fuzzball spirits, like you oh, know, like sprites. yeah, yeah, oh. the soot sprites. Oh, it was so freaking cool! Like that was like the best costume. There's like four kids that it was like Studio Ghibli, and I was like, that's awesome! Like I do you have any them. good trick or treat costumes at your neighborhood, Jim? Uh, I had honestly, I had a lot of ash. Uh, I had a lot of ash uh, costumes in yes. the neighborhood. Which, did you run around and call them all posers? <laughs> 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 which, which I thought, which, which I thought was interesting. Uh, I saw there were a lot of inflatable Pikachu's. I saw a lot of uh, like Megan costume inflatable good, Pikachu's good. Uh, running around, which was uh, which was great. Uh, the, I saw <laughs> I posted this on Instagram. Someone on their front yard had a bunch of like uh handicap walkers on their front yard painted yeah. as zombies and i was like oh these are walkers uh <gasps> like walking dead walkers oh that and i was like that is clever and so good one uh, but it was so funny because like it was uh this was in a, a friend of ours neighborhood and i was i walk up to the guy and i was like i just got like what this is and the guy was like oh man i'm a huge walking dead fan uh i had to put uh you know i we had a bunch of these i had to put these out and i was like i was like bet give me one second i take a picture of it and this is gonna be like a super name droppy kind of moment for me i take a picture of it i send it and i and i and i sent it to robert kirkman and he responded back being like that's the the funniest thing i think i've seen all day today it was great and so i showed it to the guy and the guy was like oh my god and like i thought it was gonna fall over so it was a nice little like moment got to make that guy's spreading day, Halloween was, I know, right like that was so nice but but yeah no but then i saw i saw a ton of my hero uh costumes too they are everywhere yeah. yep everywhere and i do yep. mean everywhere yeah so uh i saw there was like one there was one dad who went as frieza uh, <laughs> which, I was, which i thought frieza was great. does have dad energy but yeah no, i was i was shocked at the number uh i was shocked at the number of ash costumes uh that were that were and they, they were they were mostly millennials wearing ash costumes but yeah, i was gonna say it was <laughs> there was probably a bunch of like parents and their kids yeah it was a bunch of parents right yeah mm-hmm. exactly so but then again all right we got to take a quick break when we get back we are going to talk about the dlc coming to scarlet and violet all that and more when we're back in 60 seconds All right. Welcome back, everyone. We have a new date for Indigo Disc, the DLC for Scarlet and Violet that I personally am really excited about. And so uh, I hope it is good. And we are going to talk about our expectations for it. And I will also put the spoiler warning out there for folks. It looks like there was a data mine and the returning Pokemon are out there in the wild. So if you want to be surprised... Which you'd probably know about if you've listened to our past Pokemon uh, podcast episodes, because we've talked about those like twice. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. I forgot that it came out. Yeah. yeah. The the only like really spoiler thing is, is that, you know, there's a couple of Pokemon 
that are like unrevealed Pokemon, but were like heavily teased in the first yeah. part that we'll be getting in the second part. Right. Um, okay. But so, you know, remind the, the us big, when does Indigo Disc come out? December fourteenth. So when they say winter twenty twenty three. They they really truly meant like no no we're going to wait until the last possible moment of winter twenty twenty three, two weeks two weeks before the uh, end of the year, that is when we're dropping this thing seven days before the solstice, um and you know eleven days before Christmas um but you know it was kind of surprising because everyone kind of just assumed that this wouldn't come out until like January February twenty twenty four. Yeah, you know that that was like the first thing is people were genuinely surprised that you know there was there's a lot of surprise that, that Pokemon is that because is that because the teal mask probably didn't sell as well? No, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Um, yeah, I think I think the teal mask you know did fine. You know, uh, from what from what I understand anecdotally, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to track DLC sales because right. there's mm-hmm. no way of doing it. But from the especially traffic, since most of it is digital. Yeah, yeah, but from the traffic patterns of like teal mask search stuff, it did on par with what Scarlet and Violet did. So a large portion of the Pokemon fan base probably who bought Scarlet and Violet probably also bought the teal mask. I mean, bought the DLC. So it it won't be like a hundred percent, but you know, even seventy five percent would be fantastic for them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you know, we're going to go to the you know everyone's been wanting to go back to the Unova region, and you know, by God, we're going back to the Unova region. <laughs> sure, we won't actually be going to any place that we recognize. We're actually going to be sitting under the ocean in a terrarium, battling a bunch of kids that we you know never heard of before. You know, this DLC. A, but like, but again, but kind of like what like I have said this before. This DLC, at least from a story standpoint, looks like it leans into the more like sci-fi aspects of pokemon right like the research stuff which that's the stuff that gets me hook line and sinker that's the stuff i love i'm still waiting to figure out how they're going to tie all of this together because like the <laughs> you know you know the teal mask you know the teal mask was basically like yeah it had nothing to do with terrestrialization there's like one throwaway mention of terrestrialization <laughs> it was all about befriending a murderer and helping her you know like it's not out of like you know and like ruining some kid's dream you know which is my favorite type of pokemon story you know if if i can one recruit the murderer two recruit the murderees and three ruin a kid's dream and make them probably get possessed by an evil pokemon and like swear revenge against me like you know that's i mean really that's just checking off the boxes but the all the lead-in had nothing to do with terrestrialization it had nothing to do with anything you know uh so i don't know where the storyline's going or how this is going to tie back to it like the hidden treasure of area zero we aren't going to area zero we didn't <laughs> go to area zero in part one you know area zero is just sitting there it's a big freaking hole in the ground um so yeah, so I'm I'm really curious. Like I can't wait to see like what deranged thing Kieran does next. Like I really hope he tries to like you know take a page out of Ogre Pond's book and tries to kill me. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It is too cute to do any of that. Too cute. Ogre Pond murdered three p pe- like three Pokemon. I mean, yeah, sure, but like straight up, straight up tried to you know yeah. No, you know, no. she, she didn't try. She succeeded. <laughs> we visited the graves. Uh, or, like, if something brought them back as zombies. 
And then in typical Pokemon fashion, we captured them and now we forced them to work together. And, you know, basically I just keep those, the loyal three in line by, you know, like, Hey, Ogre Pond's standing right behind me. She's smiling. She's got a big stick and by God, she's not afraid to use it. She will murder you a second time. If you do not perform in this battle, you know, there's no high friendship levels. There's only the threat of a second murder. Do we, there's no way we're going to get any real performance fixes with this. Right. I mean, I kind of hope so, considering that the <laughs> performance in Area Zero sucks. I was just down there, not like, you know, I went down there not too long after uh, when the first part, when um, Teal Mask came out, I decided to like finish my Pokedex. Right. And so, you know, I was trading for Pokemon and stuff like that. So I had to go in there and like grab some extra Sandy Shocks and stuff. Um, and, you know, the performance is still not all that great. So, yeah, no, I hope there's some performance. But, but, you know, I, I have no idea how that's all going to go. I, at this point in time, I, I will not make any predictions there. I yeah. can only hope. I also can hope that they learn from their mistakes. Now, remind me. Yes. We, we didn't know about Scarlet and Violet by the time the second Sword and Shield. No. We did not. Okay. No, no, there was a, there was a good, there was a good window. Yeah, it so, came out like earlier you, than, you know, yeah, it came out earlier in the cycle because right. it was like an early summer and late summer release. And this right. one was a, like late summer and late fall release. Right. So we get, we'll get, or this is going to drop and then that's it. We don't know. Then we're back in the what's next. Yeah. Phase. Yeah, it'll be interesting if we get a Pokemon Legends. I mean, so that's the thing. It's like I, I genuinely think we could get another Pokemon Legends game next year. Please give yeah, like, something. Really <laughs> I miss playing I, Pokemon. I've I've played plenty of my other games, but every time I pick up Scarlet and Violet, I just set it back down because I'd rather be uh, I'd rather have FOMO than be frustrated and angry. <laughs> Yeah, like I think that that's that's you know I I genuinely think like the Anova stuff like there's there's enough like lore there that mm-hmm. we could we could get that for the next game. Um, yeah. Um, it's gonna be, it's you, gonna be interesting. You also have to consider that if the Switch Two does indeed come out next year, they'll want a right. Pokemon game to come out for Switch Two, just like they sure. they wanted Pokemon Let's Go. You know that that partially came out just so they could go and do. Um, you know, uh, just so they could have a Pokemon game out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I think, like I said, for me, it'll be interesting to see how they wrap the story up. But the mm-hmm. the setting of this one is really the the thing I'm looking looking forward to the most. Um, I'm hoping. I haven't like looked at the the leaked Pokemon returning list, but. Uh, I'm hoping that doesn't disappoint either. Cause I, you know, I like, I like that. Like, that's also a part that I like about this stuff is just like, you know, what other returning Pokemon will there be or. Well, Jim, I think that you will be pleasantly surprised because two of your favorite Pokemon should be coming back. Um, Alolan Raichu and Alolan Golem. <laughs> oh. Don't do this to Jim. Don't do this to him. <laughs> I hate those. So I, I think both of them are coming back. So you can oh, you can rest easy. You'll great. finally get your 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 Pokemon. You will finally get your Raichu that has been warped by its love of pancakes. 
<laughs> and also Railgun Golem, aka Cool Golem. Um, you know, the golem that blows up other things besides itself. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you, you can look forward to that. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah. All right. Well, we're on the road to that. I, I got to imagine we'll get we'll get another trailer or two probably within the days. weeks. Yeah, days, really. Hours. Yeah. Can't wait to find could out. We, what's like. Could we get a... I think we're done for the year as far as directs go, right? You know, I don't think we're there. Yeah, they won't do a they won't do a direct for Pokemon. They'll save that for uh, Pokemon Day. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what the yeah. Indigo Disc brings us. Let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week. So Reg is Steel. So much as we discussed last week with Reg Ice. Um, <laughs> you mean you mean you mean just fifty minutes ago? No, I mean, last week, that was very cool <laughs> in the previous episode. We'll go and edit that thing. Um, so the the hilarious thing, there's two things. Um, one, um, Registeel is not made of steel. It's, it's metal is made of a mysterious substance that is not only hard, but shrinks and stretches flexibly. I, I don't know what that means. But what, that is what? apparently what Registeel does. The other thing is Registeel is hollow. And that's sad. Yeah. The third thing that is cool about, uh, but not cool about uh, Reg, you know, about Registeel is that um, non-English versions of Registeel have a different, uh, the when in, in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, Registeel had a different um, uh, animation uh, in in non uh, the non English language for uh, non English European versions. Oh. So if you bought a German version of Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl, it had a different animation than it did in the English version, and that is because Registeel uh, its arm was. Um, you know, it would raise its arm kind of above its head in an outstretched ah. arm manner. Um, yeah. And it resembled certain things that, you know, we've discussed enough history today. So let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something you shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you should not, not, not do that. Do not make the registeel hand gesture. Well, so because, I mean, the other two Reggies don't show, won't show up till much later. I'll just ask this right now. Uh, Favorite Reggie? Uh, I mean, I like the two new ones much better than any of these three. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Reggie Drago is awesome. And Reggie, yeah. Reggie is Drago. like... I, if there is an answer, the answer is Reggie Drago. Yeah. Oh. Reggie, Reggie Drago is pretty cool. Like, it's got, like, the two dragons. It's, you know, like, it's made out of dragons, which makes no sense, but it's awesome. I just like the idea of, like, Regigigas, like carving up dragons and stuffing them together <laughs> to create some like Frankenstein zombie. Um, I was going to, and this one shall be the dragon one. Um, <laughs> Does Regigigas count as a Reggie? Cause then that, that one's my favorite. It's it's the one that created all the other Reggies. So I mean, that's what I mean though, but like, I can't tell if it's like, I mean, it's cool. the math. It's, it's in the, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, do you consider Ho to be the master or like to be a legendary bird? When it's right. the 
you know, or the like, you know, it's 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 the equivalent of kind of like the or not. It wouldn't be it would be Lugia in this case. It wouldn't be Ho 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 right. is associated with the legendary beasts. Yeah, um, I like I like, but like if I if if I couldn't if I had to take Regigigas out, Registeel is probably my favorite. I like that. Registeel's that the coolest of the three originals by mm-hmm. far, and it's also got the best um, shiny of the three. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even check that. What's his shiny? It's got know. like the it's it it's got it, instead of like oh, the, but Christian, absolutely not. It looks like a Christmas tree ornament. No, it's got it's it's like copperized. It's it's a copper, it's a Reggie steel, it's it's uh you know, it's got that copper ionized copper like or ox oxen but oxidized copper look. Yeah, no, I don't like the green the green absolutely not i mean it's better than regirock which is just a different shape <laughs> it's of just ground. it's just dirty it's just dirtier or, or, or regice <laughs> which is a slightly Darker. lighter shade of blue <laughs> oh man well there we go we're out of the we're out of the reggies at least for temporarily yeah next week we'll be talking about cool legendary pokemon <laughs> not really <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it that's gonna do it for us this week we hope yep. you enjoyed we hope you enjoyed listening if you like the show and want to support the show tell someone about it tell your pokemon friends that hey i listen to this pokemon show it's great if you need to kill 40 minute, 40 to 50 minutes each week go ahead give it a listen and then we can talk about it other than that get on over into that discord uh like i said head on over to x.com forward slash Pokemon Pod CB at Pokemon Pod CB. Find a link there and get involved. Otherwise, you can follow us and talk to us on X. I'm at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. And Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. Until next week, may the shiny luck be ever in your favor. And we'll catch you then. Peace.